In my experience, conversations are best had with a glass of whiskey. Join me, Alan Kogan, as I engage in meaningful discussions while enjoying a glass of my favorite spirit. Welcome to the Kogan Conversation. So I think we're uh, we're recorded now. We don't have to rush into it, but uh, obviously Alan Kogan is not here. This might be a first. This, I think this is a first. This yeah. is a first. Yeah, a Kogan conversation without Alan Kogan. It's a little weird. It's a little strange. Um, he is currently still in basic training. Mm-hmm. We are going to see him again in less than a month. Yeah. Very exciting. We've been writing to each other. Um, but yes, uh, in the meantime, I've been... Uh, Obviously, releasing one every other week. We had some pre-recorded stuff, but I figured we're getting really low on that pre-recorded stuff, so I would record one, and why not do it with the two other progenitors of this little project? I'm here with Jacob Eben. Hi, guys. I am Grant Brown, as always. Uh, what do we got today? Tell us what we got, Jacob. We are drinking the wonderful Maker's Mark 46, which I have to say I actually have not tried before. And it is delicious. It is so. quite good. Well, cheers, man. Cheers. And cheers to Alan and Basic. Yeah. Cheers, Alan. Can't wait to see you again. We miss you. This is for you. Ah, so good. Mm. So good. Yeah. I dig it. So uh, we're here. We're in Milwaukee. Um, what are we talking about today, man? I don't know. We we had we had some ideas. So yeah. Usually when we get together, you know, it kind of follows the same kind of pattern of, you know, what we're doing. And sometimes... We always seem to get to like existential crises. Yeah, I think that does happen. Wait, we're we're just like sitting out smoking a cigar, and I'm like, "So, how do you think it's all going to end? Yeah, and how soon is it going to happen?" And we just get into a interesting discussion about existential dread. We do, <laughs> you know, and it's probably something all you guys think about too. Um, I realize I don't think about it as much now that I have like a full time fifty hour a week job. You don't have time to, but in like those moments where I'm laying in bed, I'm like. I wonder if the sun's going to expand. <laughs> yeah. all going to die. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, solar radiation lately, a lot of uh, solar flares cropping up and uh, yeah. knocking out our power here and there. Um, sooner or later, the big one's going to come. <laughs> it's going to happen, guys. <laughs> Hold um, your loved ones. Isn't there like like a crazy like chance like NASA's predicted that like that's very likely to happen within our lifetimes? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of things that are like the perfect storm. There's like the super volcano. That's going to, like, blow up. Potentially, it's, like, 300,000 years overdue. Which one is that? Is it Yellowstone? Yellowstone, yeah. Okay. Which would not directly, like, blow us up, but we'd be covered in ash Well, so that would thick, kill, kill, would us. kill us. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what else do we got? Uh, we got the magnetic pole switching, which would... That is. There's a lot of proof of that happening Yeah, it's, right like, now. past the prime meridian already, I heard. So that sucks. Um, <laughs> I mean, good thing we aren't relying on technology. Right? Yeah, but just making us susceptible car. to all those, you know, yeah. fun solar storms and space shit that comes our way. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we got? Well, we have random cylinders flying across the planet and giant pillars. So, uh, I mean, this is <laughs> what I'm just hearing about this. All right, tell Are me the oh, cylinders shit. and flying yeah, across yeah, the planet. So, uh, I don't know if it was the Air Force. I think it was the Navy. The U.S. Navy made a comment about, like, these like silver cylinders are like floating around and you know no one knows exactly what it is are those like the tic tac things yeah. okay maybe i have heard about that yeah because yeah, they had uh that dude on on rogan and lex friedman's podcast david fravor mm-hmm. who like was like yeah i, I chased it and yeah. it like went from sixty thousand oh yeah that, that sea level older down one. to zero in I like see that. fraction of a second yeah it's like so uh <laughs> 
I mean, there's that. I don't know how much of that we... And none of these things we can control, too. I think that's the unsettling part of it. And there's just, like, climate change in general. Yeah. The, well, you were telling me about this one doomsday dude who was like, oh, all the methane. Oh, yeah. That's trapped. The, the methane bomb. So this is a guy named Guy McPherson. I'm giving him way too much airtime already. This is... <laughs> but it's interesting. You told me about this guy. I'm like, I've never heard it's about interesting. this. It's interesting. He's like... Uh, like there's like cl- the, the classic like weird conservative remarks about like climate change is that people are climate alarmists and the earth's getting colder and a whole bunch of bs that isn't true mm-hmm. but then there's this guy that arguably is a climate alarmist or even like real climatologists are like this guy's nuts and he thinks like the earth's gonna end or like humanity will be extinct by like 2026 oh i have a lot of weight to lose before then so i got so some stuff. five years from now we're five all dead from now we're all dead the methane pockets would just like ex- like blow up and it's going to overheat. I forget where we're at right now for like Celsius, but it's going to go to like six degrees Celsius, which would like wipe out all ice and like habitable life. Yeah, that's not good. No, but this is the same guy too that like has like supports people like quitting their jobs and like leaving their loved ones because they feel like they need to like break free before the end times. It's really like a false prophet. It doesn't help too that he was like convicted of, or it was, or it's not convicted, I should say, but like accused of like sexual harassment and things like that. Oh, gross! So yeah. So he's know. just using like doomsday yeah. prophecy as a reason to be a terrible person. Mm-hmm. He's a professor emeritus of like ecology, so he's not even like a climatologist himself, which is something that a lot of cons- you know conservatives do too. They're like, this guy's a meteorologist. This guy's a pharmacist. He knows <laughs> science. <laughs> Um, I'm a car salesman. I don't know how to fix a car. It really but... reminds me of. Do you listen to hardcore history at all? I don't. I want to know more okay. about this stuff. We're kind of all over the place already, but yeah, fuck so... it. Alan's not here to keep us on track. Yeah. This is what happens when Alan's gone. We'll get the drill sergeant <laughs> back later when he comes to return. Just enjoy it for now. Um, anyway, so there was this episode, one of my favorites of, uh, of hardcore history, who's hosted by uh, Dan Carlin. Okay. And he tells this like four hour story that he knows from history it's like right after um the protestant reformation like mm-hmm. martin luther um and there was these like sex that like cropped up because like everyone had access to the bible now yeah yeah the, um, the Protestant domination like was like exponential at that point but there were these prophets of doom that's the name of the episode oh, who wow. um, basically use that to their advantage they're like these sect of anabaptists who are still like a thing today but like back then they basically turned into a cult and took over an entire like European city in mm-hmm. Germany, like Frank. Uh, what was it, Munster? Okay. Nice. Um, and then yeah, they basically just laid siege, and then they started like a weird like sex cult there. Man, it always, it always, <laughs> it always like goes up the sex cult. But they know? were like, like, this is this is where the world's gonna end in a year, and then a year passes, and they're like, oh wait, we were wrong. It's gonna be six months from now. <laughs> and then they just kept pushing it off. God, it's like a Q, it's like a QAnon thing. It's like oh it's yeah, like QAnon. Oh my QAnon. god, did I you never pronounce that correct? <laughs> That's good. That means you don't follow it. <laughs> don't follow it. <laughs> you are familiar. Though. I'm familiar with the QAnon conspiracy. Yeah, the way with all the uh, all the Hollywood elites drinking the blood of children. And oh all yeah, that they're all stuff. like pedophiles. I mean, like seriously, dudes. If you're gonna convict someone, don't convict Tom fucking Hanks. Like mm-hmm. it's Tom Hanks. Well, he just like Justin Bieber. He just moved to Greece because now he's got a warrant out for his arrest because they're rolling up the pedophiles here in the United States. Oh, yeah. Now I'm giving these people too much credit, so we should not talk about that. That's true. They're insane. Yes. But if you haven't seen it, the new South Park special. Oh, I uh, haven't. Vaccination special. South Park spelled with a Q. That sounds amazing. Brilliant. Um, (laughs) Anyway, let's 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 
bear down here. We yeah. were here to talk about what we usually talk about, and that's mm-hmm. existential dread. And that's just like, yeah, what keeps you up at night? What uh, you're living your life, working however X amount of hours a week, full time, more than full time in your case. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't have much time to just sit back and say like, okay, what's going on in the world? I have like my day to day. It's kind of a travesty when you think about it. Like, yeah. It's a double-edged sword. It's, it's like, I'm sure all, a lot of you guys can relate to this, you know, uh, watching. It's like you're so busy with normal life. You know, if you have kids, if you have, you know, a significant other, if you that kind of stuff, um, responsibilities, that you don't get a chance to, like, think back and be like, okay, what, what's had the bigger picture happening around me? And it's almost like a saving grace sometimes because I know when I was in college, like, when I had, I had too much free time between classes and I was involved in, you know, like, environmental club, things like that, I had so much time to be like, wow, this is all going to hell really quickly. Mm-hmm. So my biggest thing is, like, like the impending like climate catastrophe um in terms of like a hundred years from now this world's not going to be livable for our children's children yeah basically it won't probably be even closer than a hundred years i think from like climatology and i know a lot of climatologists were like especially with the ipcc they're always like a little conservative with their terms of uh what's going to happen bad Mm -hmm. but i think from what i read a lot of climatologists be like yeah we kind of like hedge our bet a little bit everyone accuses us of being like way overboard we all hedge our bet a little bit just because we know it's going to be bad, but we can't really like verbalize it too much without causing some sort of hysteria. Also, we aren't taken seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, if in our lifetimes, you know, the power grid shuts down and, you know, we have like mass, you know, we I mean, we do have now currently, you know, if you think about, you know, from Latin America, the amount of immigrants that have come up because of those areas. I mean, they have other problems in those areas, but, you know, climate swings like that, that are coming up. There's going to be an exodus of people. Oh term. yeah, that's absolutely something yeah. that's going to happen very soon. Yeah, um, water just, is a big thing too. That's no, I I'm, just think about where we're at. Like we're yeah. we're we're in prime real estate here next to the Great Lakes here. Yeah, which why I'm not Wisconsin. moving from Wisconsin because it's like <laughs> Colorado has like a basin that's almost dried up. California doesn't have any. Like, California, yeah. Um, Texas has a ton, but it's out of their pipes, frozen to your car. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, well, what it? Well, okay. So then, let's be productive. Like, what, what, what do you, what do you, what do you do? What, what is it? Even just like in a personal level, like day to day, like, oh, I, I stop myself and I'm like, you know what? And even if it's not a hundred years, in a billion years, we're all gonna be gone anyway because the sun's gonna blow up, and we're all gonna just die. Like, what do we? I had to get an ark to Mars. Like, what? What is it? Ooh, do we have to think? I am not rich nor libertarian enough to go <laughs> get on that ark. <laughs> that was for you guys. <laughs> I don't think Elon Musk knows who I am. I also don't drive a Tesla, so I don't think I'm in the queue. <laughs> the queue. The queue. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna dress up as Grimes and hop on the. On the arc to Mars. Mars. But for real, like, what is what is the solution? Like, do, it's like point of no return, right? We went past it yeah. years ago. Like, yeah, it is a point of no return. And I think there was, like, there's a, at first for me, I think there's a lot of, like, shit, we got to do something. There's, there's a lot of denial of it. Like, oh, my God, like, this can't be. I can change this. I think you put you start putting a lot of importance on your own self. Mm-hmm. Um, at least personally, where it's like, well, I got to do something about this. How, you know, otherwise, you know, I'm part of the problem. I think just kind of realizing, you know, like you can do your part, but you have to kind of accept the matter at hand. Like, 
you know, we're all specks and, you know, pieces of grain on the sand on you know, a beach, you know, like <laughs> dust in the wind. Dust in the wind. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, you know, stars in the sky, like all that kind of shit. So it's like we're pretty insignificant. And and in some sense that's kinda of beautiful. You know, we're like that you know, that the universe will continue to go on without you. A blip. A blip. But like at the same time, you know, you kinda of make more of that your day because you're a blip. So it's just a we're all gonna die anyway, so make the most of it. Yeah, but make it better for everyone else too. It's not just not like a selfish thing. I think anyone can go through life making sure that they're happy, but it's like making sure someone you know the people you care about, and, and then and compassion and those kind of things expand more than just who you know. You know, yeah, you, you shouldn't just be an asshole to people just because you can. Some people live that way. And I don't understand it, but like, I guess yeah, well, that's I guess that I mean that's the way that I mean people and even like religions have lived for thousands and thousands of years now it's like accept that your life is limited and maybe there's something afterwards but while you're here you got to make the most of it and do the best you can sort of thing it's interesting you're not religious right no okay neither am i um so it's interesting taking that kind of viewpoint from a very secular viewpoint where it's like yeah we don't even have anything after this it's all black (laughs) (laughs) it's the night so yeah, like where does where does morality come into that? Oh man, I mean, I guess that's a good question. Like, why not just abandon your wife and and do whatever and you know assault people and be a psychopath and just live the grand theft auto life? Like, I don't think I'd ever hit five stars. <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> Could not run the helicopter. Could not run the helicopter. Not in the <laughs> semi. Not in the tank. Um, I don't know. I, I guess. Say I don't know. I mean, part of it's like, part of it's how you raised. Part of it's like innately in you. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of it too is just realizing, like you know, even though we're all blips and that we're all in this together. I mean, I think I think empathy and is something that's kind of missed, and to have empathy towards other people and mm-hmm. realize that you know, I mean, a lot of people have it more rough than you and I do. You mm-hmm. know, like we have the ability to have a glass of scotch and think about these kind of things, and people are like. Don't only eat tonight, and where do mm-hmm. I live? Um, and that's you know keeping those people in mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, what about the flip side? Like, why not just just snuff yourself out? Like, what's the what's stopping you? Oh, that's also pretty innate. I mean, there's just too much <laughs> cool shit going on. Okay. Like, I mean, like I, what kind of cool shit? Oh, I mean, like I, I like I like my job. I like my friends. I got a good support network. Um, you know, really great people in my life, great opportunities to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I fuck, I had COVID like back in January and I got really fucking lucky. Like I didn't, I mean, I had some, you know, things wrong when it was happening, but I don't have, I'm not having any long haul effects that I know of that I feel. It's good. And it's like a lot of other people don't have that fortunate ability, you know, mm-hmm. there's a reason we're in a pandemic, you know, and I wasn't running gallivanting anywhere. I got it from who knows where, even wearing a mask all the place. But, um, uh, it's just it's just something that you know when you take you just stop taking for granted and you start to do other things and it can be hard with work and shit like that you know I don't have a lot of time to do things but like read a book I try to try to read more try to learn more um, you know maybe maybe I'll go to the gym once in a while <laughs> I mean never say never but also ugh, let's be honest but uh, I mean what what worries you what 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 stresses you out oh a lot um, <laughs> too much. I, I, I'm with, with you top two top two um 
feel like they're switching every week. Um, I, I'm, I'm so past after last year. Like, last year it was just, like, what new thing is going on in the country because of X, Y, and Z, like, crazy culture war-y sort of thing. I had murder bees taking us out. <laughs> murder all hornets. Yeah, yeah. Murder hornets. I'm, I'm so past all that shit where mm-hmm. I'm just, like, that's just noise to me at this point. And now it is more just, like, a what yeah like what is my five-year plan look like but secretly there's a a tumor growing inside of me that's going to kill me in a year like that kind of shit like it's more internal sure like the anxiety things you can't like like, yeah i can't control yeah Yeah. it's getting into a different deep level i think but i mean that's why we're here talking about it and if you guys aren't drinking yet (laughs) give us five more minutes liver failure who knows (laughs) yeah that's true oh god yeah Lie detector test determines that was not a lie. Um, but I mean, I guess I don't know. Like, yeah, I I feel like five months ago I was having some like really intensely like, oh my god, everything's coming to an end kind of thoughts. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've I've become more productive. Like, I got a new job. It's been great. Um. And yeah, it's just like your outlook changes. It goes, it, it expands out. That's something I definitely noticed. It goes from like, oh God, what, what the hell does next week look like to, oh, what does five years from now look like? Like, it's interesting how quickly that can change. Yeah. Um. So maybe I wanted to talk about this and I like to talk to you about it because like, it's good to just have an outlet for it, mm-hmm. but then also like put it in perspective and be like, but all these things are also going on that I can focus on and then like. You know, whatever happens is going to happen. But right. you're right. Like, live day to day. Mm-hmm. Do what you can. Um, make it better for yourself, your family, those you love, your community. Yeah, community. The, the circle we, of influence, as it were. Do you think we have lost a sense of community? This is kind of off the rails, but like... I don't know. We're covering all the bases okay. here. Okay, gotcha. I mean, we're kind of shallowly dipping our toes into all these things, but like, I don't know. And what, and what would you say is like, like would be a community like it's like we live in west dallas like is west dallas our community do we continue to i guess <laughs> <laughs> i mean we vote i mean i don't i don't go anywhere like i i'm here all day every yeah. day i rarely like it's been great outside like i've been taking walks it's awesome yeah. i mean you still wave to my neighbors so that's cool but mm-hmm. like um you know still see my my family here and there like that's nice we're all still in the same state um so that's really good um i mean you got your co-workers i guess mine are all out of state so it's kind of different but it's still you know cool i get to see him every day and talk Mm -hmm. to people yeah uh but yeah like what does community look like like we're not church going people we don't have like a community of people who like share our faith and outlook on life we Mm. don't have um i don't know like i'm not going to like serve soup at the local soup kitchen every week like something i probably should be doing but Mm -hmm. like yeah i don't have that either really yeah so i don't know what does community look like for you like was it all those things i just listed yeah i mean kind of actually i mean i do kick myself for not like participating in more volunteer stuff not because it's like i think it's weird like i don't know if you remember in high school like when you were applying for college and it was like you don't have enough career activities and you put them on a list like it's your fucking merit badge mm-hmm. and you don't really do it because like, you want to help people or do it because it's like oh 
I want a $500 scholarship for pick and save. Like, because it's like, it's like kind of degrades the whole point of like volunteering. Yeah. And then you get to adult and then you're like, either go either way where you're like, Hey, let's have the government give you money or like everyone should survive on their own or they die. And there's, and there's a lot of talk about like, you should help people. And then like, nobody really helps people. I mean, there's, there's volunteers, people out there who are doing like God's work. Yeah. Again, I'm not a religious person, yeah. but there are people out there who are doing wonderful, amazing things, or at least trying to make a fucking difference. Yeah. There are generally, generally good people out there. Um, and it's like, I, you know, there could be ways that, you know, I contribute more in that aspect. That I kind of, yeah, why aren't we those people? What the hell, Jake? Why don't you do those things? I'm too busy drinking. Yeah, too busy <laughs> eating stuff in your face. Yeah. <laughs> So if you guys have any good ideas, <laughs> if you guys have any good ideas how we can contribute more to our community, um, non sarcastically, please leave them in the comments below. I'll tell you what I ain't doing: going to basic training. That's what. I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, I love America, but I'm not Captain America. I don't want to be sent to Seattle in a year. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. To take out the new autonomous zones. Autonomous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, that's still happening. Even US Asian can't take on Antifa. <laughs> hey guys, they're still in kids in cages. Did you know yeah, that? Okay, yeah, that's, that's a point I want to make. I know we're not talking. That's that's massive bullshit. That everyone's quiet about that now, and I'm more liberal than you are. And I'm like, guys, this is fucking bullshit. Like, there was a really good article by the Guardian. It was a it was um it was an editorial piece, but it was um I think a professor somewhere had said, yeah, you know, there are still Kids in cages. When are we gonna stop caring? When are we gonna stop pretending it was only Trump that made us mad? It's like, yeah, that's true. Like you can't just like wave the flag of morality when it suits you, and then go back to status quo. And that I think you and I both agree with that. Biden is the definition of status quo. Like, hey, guess what? We just bombed Syria. Yeah, we didn't hear about it because oh, GME is back up. (laughs) Who's GME? GME GameStop. GameStop. Oh yeah, GameStop to the moon. To the moon. The GameStop's back up. Yeah. Dogecoin's back Dogecoin. up. <laughs> I don't know anything about Dogecoin. Uh, you channeled your very uh, you channeled your J there from uh, half in the bag. Pretty nice. <laughs> I like that. That was good. Another great podcast with a lot more views than this one. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing a bad Tim Dillon impression. That's staying in. <laughs> That's staying in. Yeah. Seriously though, like I mean. As much as I had disdain for Trump, because I, I, it wasn't just because he had an R in front of his name when he ran. I really don't give a shit about that. Um, just all the policies put in the place and the people you put into those positions. Like, we didn't go into a war. And that's let's take a moment to applaud that. Like, I mean, I'm sure he was a, a freaking moron when it came to, like, military stuff. But, like, we weren't bombing people. And, like, I, you probably saw the, the tweets from, like, uh, what's his secretary... Uh, um, I don't know. Pilsky, Pilsky, his um, Biden's secretary. Not Biden's, not the secretary, but the speaker of the house. Not speaker of the house. His press secretary. I forgot her name. Jane. Oh Pilsky yeah, I know who you're talking like about. Him, her, and Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. They all made comments back in like eighteen and nineteen about like it's not right to bomb a sovereign country. And I guess what well, Biden himself said that yeah, in they, a tweet. In a tweet, yeah. So guess what they were all doing? We're bombing a sovereign country again. Wow, how American is that? Glad to be back to... Back but good thing now. we stopped that car. 
I don't know. That's this is the noise I was talking about earlier. Where I'm just like I'm done. I'm just, I'm done with yeah. it. I understand to a certain extent why people don't want to watch the news because it's all you hear about. At the same time, like you know, there's a critique of the news. Like when there's fluffy news and it's more featurette stuff, it's like, well, this isn't real news. How do you strike that balance? I think you have to be a more educated, more media literate person, and that falls on the person. Yeah, but like I, I'm just I want to like I I take my scope there and then I pull pull it out again where I'm like, yeah, be a more media literate person. Yes, pay more attention. But then you zoom out and you're like, oh, but we're all gonna be dead in five years. So that causes okay, <laughs> gotcha. So what's the point? So do you think that like where's the where's the apathy coming from there? Do you think it's because of the uh, the anxiety, that's a way to cope with Oh, that's anxiety. not that's not where I'm at day to day, really. That's not like, that okay. was just like, I was bringing it back to that point. Oh, okay, earlier. good. The existential ahead. dread point. Existential dread point. We will get back to this at some <laughs> point. <laughs> where I'm like, I, it's, it is, it's just, it's like, it's a bunch of people on either side cosplaying, I don't know, revolution, making up nonsense about elites drinking child's blood and... Oh like i don't know it's really easy to pinpoint to like a person that's like your main problem like bill gates is like a prime example of that. yeah like no everyone it's... oh by the way did you did bill gates uh microchip you yet oh with my, the vaccine the vaccine no no i've not been microchipped either unfortunately only <laughs> yeti zuck is the one who knows where i am at all points <laughs> sorry alan he came back but we got pulled off of youtube <laughs> We're anti-vaxxers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to get vaccinated. I'm going to throw the point out there. So give us I, Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I did too. Yeah. I just let the people who need it get it first. Yeah, but. exactly. I mean, my, my dad made a cut. My dad texted me. He's like, hey, with your BMI, we already get the vaccine earlier. Good thing you didn't lose all that weight. Ouch. <laughs> I was like, zing, Thanks, dad. Pop. Thanks, homie. <laughs> no beer for you next time. <sighs> but, um. Oh yeah, it's easy to like pinpoint like as someone as they go through our problems. Like saying like Bill Gates is the reason for autism and for poverty and for the stock market going thing. Like that gives a lot of credit to someone who doesn't know jack shit about half that fucking stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it's the same thing as saying oh Trump was the source of all racism and, and white yeah. nationalist bullshit and all kids agree. in cages. And you're like, wait, no, that didn't start that under didn't Trump. Start there. I think and it didn't a, stop I after think him. We had either. a war like 200 years before him <laughs> that talked about that. You know, I, I, like, I like the thing. So you're right. It's easy to paint a, a villain, and and I don't know, like yeah. everyone oh. wants like a simple solution, right? It's not. It's not like yeah, not, and immediate. And no immediate. one has has the. I that's I why I like someone like an Elon Musk who's like yeah, a hundred years from now, or I'm gone. I want us to be like at least have something on another planet. Yeah, like that's admirable. It is. He's a he's an interesting guy, and he has he's he's vision. creating cars that don't run on fossil fuels. Like yeah, the car I drive, I got a <laughs> I, I got an Audi electric, and like that car probably wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Elon Musk. True, because he changed the whole auto industry. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I think we need more forward thinking people. I I personally. I, I know it's bad when I, I mean you talk about climate change and I know it's like it's gonna get really bad really quick. I don't know if it's I mean like a hundred years is quick. It's quick in geological time. Yes, I think there's a lot of people that are gonna not survive. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, but I also think there's a lot of very strong people who will have the will and and the the know-how to navigate something. Well, I'm sure. And I guess so for a period like, of time, like I can't say it's going to last forever. No, but. and I guess my concern isn't necessarily just survival because you can survive in your life and be miserable, but like being able to thrive, having like yeah, no know, thriving. That's not going to happen. Yeah, thriving we're going to we're going to go through some tough times. But I mean, I I mean, I know some people. One person in particular who's like, yeah, you know what. I, I like the fact that it's going to be, it's going to, you know, be down for a while because that means we're going to come back strong. Like that's, that that's yeah, like the period in history where it was like, here's, here's, here's the dark ages. And what did that give birth to the Renaissance? Like, good point. Never thought about that actually. like the best period in our history ever. <laughs> that's true. Well, hopefully we do have like a Renaissance 2.0 where machines. I could see it. You know, give birth to we're us. We're just going to have a couple hundred maybe thousand years where things are rough yeah or kevin costner's swim felt the deep yeah yeah water, water world land yeah we'll grow gills that'll be fine on a totally different <laughs> note like did you like water world because it gets shit on I all the time okay here's the thing i grew up watching it i know mm-hmm. it's not a good movie it's enjoyable that's how i feel about it too it's better than the postman i've never <laughs> seen that that so one's really bad is that also kevin costner yeah oh I like Dancing with Wolves, although that arguably Dancing with Wolves is a great movie. Yeah, That's I like... actually saw the uh, the the um, the fort that they. Had. Oh, really? Yeah, they had in South Dakota when they took a South Dakota trip. And That's so awesome. Could, like walk around in the fort and everything like that. Saw Buffalo in South Dakota. That was pretty cool. So if you get a chance to do that, if you're for whatever reason stuck in fucking South Dakota, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, that'd be cool. I've only ever been to North Dakota. It's all the same thing, all really. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was going to go with you guys at the North Dakota that one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we went to Standing Rock? Yeah, Standing Rock. And I picked it off at work, which, again, I feel really bad about because <laughs> it's like I get a paycheck or like I stop, you know, n- you know, native inhabitants from getting their land fucking taken away. And I guess what decision I made, like the one that still, honestly, God, still bothers me a little bit now to this day. Didn't Biden kill the, the Dapple pipeline? Yeah, he didn't kill the pipeline. So, I mean, there's was positive of that. I mean, his environmental policy does look a little bit better than what we had for the last four years. I mean, we're all, it's all better than China's. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if we're talking about, like, yeah. killing the planet. Yeah, I think sometimes people forget about that. China's not, like, the good guy for the most part. I mean, there's, like, you know, we brought up South Park before, and one of the thousands of things we brought up so far, uh, you know, just the censorship that comes out of China and, you know, how horrible that is and, Oh yeah, we've but, talked about it plenty of yeah. times. Yeah, and the uh, the minorities are in China that are interned and the, the how. Oh yeah, the Uyghur Muslims. Yeah, yeah, they're still in concentration camps, guys. That didn't stop. That didn't stop. Um, <laughs> Major companies are still like turning a blind eye on it. I think yes. Disney turned a huge blind eye on it, so they could. They well, they're re- the regional governor of that camp for allowing the used land the film Mulan. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, how, no one how many times did I read with. this week that they're they're releasing Avatar there again so they can take the top spot at the box office again? And I'm like, these things don't matter to me anymore. No, they don't. It's, it's, it's not real human life. It's fucking money to... Again, not, not that we want to like paint one person as the villain, which is the point I literally just made, but like... Come on, Disney. You have a lot of fucking clout. You know, you could like... I mean, you made three shitty Star Wars movies in a row. And the people still watch them, myself included. You would know how to persuade someone. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Anymore. I don't know either. It's the, it's the bourbon. But, uh... Uh, 
I'm gonna pour myself a little more. Go for gold. What are we doing? How are we doing? Been going for like half an hour. Yeah. How long do you want to make it go? I mean, I'm good. I mean, we can keep going. We can go a few more minutes. How about I I pour a little bit more? Okay. And by the time this is done, we can be done. Sure. Go grab a drink. Sounds good. You mind swinging by my place so they can change quick too? Yeah, dude. Okay, of course. We can, we can just like the three of us can like. I can see your your adorable kitty. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. She is a sweetheart. Galen's cat's pretty cool too. His name is Mau Mouse. Have they, have they met yet? They haven't, but there's a oh. chance she's going to um, Iowa for a week because she mm-hmm. went to med school there, and her sister currently goes to school there. Um, so I might have Mau Mouse for like a week. I have no idea if those two are going to get along. Mau Mouse is not declawed, and Babes is as affectionate as fuck and also declawed. So I don't know how well she can hold her own. Also, she's like two ounces, so we'll see. But actually, I feel like we kind of wrapped up pretty much everything with the podcast. To Is be that honest it? with you, I mean, do you want to like have a? You don't want to keep going. Oh, oh, um, doing anything else we can talk about? Everyone, you should go adopt a cat. You should adopt a child. Give them some love. Put a smile on someone's face. Tell them you love them. Because in about a year, the poles will have flipped. We're going to get hit with a massive solar flare. Our our electronics grid is going to go down. Everyone's going to start fighting each other for food and resources. There's only so many squirrels you can eat. So buy a gun. <laughs> buy a gun. <laughs> you know, uh, be cautious of your neighbors. <laughs> it's going to be the purge, guys. You know, actually, speaking of which, um, I got a coworker. I love him to death, but he's like hardcore taken into account. Like, he's like, you know, Antifa's coming to get me. So oh, in his Jesus. apartment. So he's bought like, he spends like, I don't know, like a fifth of his check a month on ammunition and firearms. <laughs> which I like guns too, don't get me wrong. But like, I don't know what the fuck like I would buy with Kyle all that. Kyle Rittenhouse in the making. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> fuck people are losing their minds people are losing their (laughs) minds so I guess yeah and I understand like want to be prepared but let's be honest like if the world collapsed you're not fucking making it out alive I'm not making I can't survive off my blubber for the rest of time I'm not a camel hey people like us were kings back in the day they were kings you know they were also inbred so I don't know what kind of point you're making they had a bad tendency to get poisoned by those under them too that's true yeah but they were appointed by god as the direct rulers of the world that's true so far god's forgotten about us well god is telling me to take over west dallas (laughs) (laughs) i'll be the i'll be the trash lord (laughs) trash part you should all be my trash pandas beneath me but like yeah I think it goes back again with like our, like be nice to the people. Like you're not gonna go and you're not gonna survive the apocalypse for very long. You're gonna run out of squirrels to eat. You know you're gonna get sick of raccoon, scrambled or otherwise, and scrambled uh, raccoon, scrambled or otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> and because they eat off of your trash too, and there's not gonna be enough trash because we're all gonna die. Like, 
don't pretend like you're like some like Rambo-esque figure that can like survive this ship because you're not. And that's okay. Truly, truly just, you know, don't alienate those closest to you. Keep keep in touch with the people you love. Yeah. If there was anything that I think COVID did, it was like, I feel like I've much more stayed in contact oh, with, yes. my, with friends and family. Just, yeah, maintain those relationships because they're the ones that are going to, you know, come to your aid when you need it most. Yeah. We're all just specs, but, you know, the specs around us mean a lot. So That's a great way to end it. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on, Grant. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. da 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 Thank you for joining the Kogan Conversation. Be sure to like, share, and follow us on all social media platforms. This podcast is available in video form on Facebook and YouTube, and audio on all platforms where podcasts are supported. Please consider supporting us on Patreon. Just a few bucks a month can really help us grow. Visit us online at www.thekoganconvo.com for more details.